If you are using YouTube to build your online business or hope to use YouTube for your online business, pay attention to today's episode. Just uploading videos isn't enough. In fact, if you just watch what YouTubers are doing, you might be led astray. I have been making YouTube videos for 12 years now and have used this platform to generate a lot of money in two of my businesses. And yet there are three things that most YouTubers are doing that I do not do and never will do. And there's good reason for it. And I want you to understand the difference so that you can make the best decision for your online business. Let's discuss. Episode 125 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more to the things and people you care about. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. I hope you are doing so well today. I wish I could just whoosh, high five you, but I can't. But I know you're there. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get this show, thank you for listening in, whether you're in a car, in your commute, or you've got some headphones in while you're doing something else and multitasking. I'm honored to spend some time with you today. And if you're watching on YouTube land, thank you so much. Love all the comments and the feedback. It's so great to see you're out there. Uh, continue to speak up and show up and just show me what is connecting with you and actually helping you in your online business so I can continue to deliver valuable content to you. Uh, one way I wanna do that is help you out. If you are like a lot of my students, you're just sitting on the sidelines waiting for the perfect time to start your business, or maybe you've started creating content, but you haven't launched your first product and you're just waiting till that perfect course is built. I wanna be the kick in the pants to help you get out there and make some money and launch something this month. In the next 30 days, I want you to launch a product and I can help you do that by giving you a four-week checklist so you know what to do every single week. It's free. It's my 30-day online income jumpstart guide. It is a PDF. It's about as simple and as quick as I can make it. Download it for free at grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart read through the strategy, what's going down the pipe, and then just focus on week one and then do it. And then focus on week two and then do it. And then week three and then week four. By the end of week four, if you follow what I teach in the guide, you will have launched your first product or maybe the one that you just have been working on forever that you need to get out there. And the goal of this is to make a few hundred dollars or more in your first launch. It's really a motivation piece to get you out there. Proof of concept that you can go from zero audience. Literally, you could start with zero audience and in 30 days, make some money. That, if you can get a taste of that, then it, that's all you're gonna need. I can't motivate you, but if you take some action and see some quick wins, you'll be motivated yourself to then actually build the rest of your business and scale it up. So it's my 30-day online income jumpstart guide. It's free, it's amazing. Go do it. Follow it step-by-step -step at grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. And if you're watching on YouTube, you know I'm going to link to it below to make it easier for you. Let's talk about YouTube because this is a very, very interesting conversation. It's becoming trendy now to see YouTubing as a means of making a living. Oh, I just want to get on YouTube and I want to make a living. And we've talked about, you know, how traditional YouTubers are making their money or they're trying to at least through running ads. So their ad revenue, the cut that they get with YouTube 
or if they're really blowing up, getting brand deals and sponsorships with, with brands that will pay them directly to mention a product in their video, right? And there are a few big YouTubers that are making great money. So proof of concept, yes. Um, and I make some money on ad revenue on the Recording Revolution um, channel that runs ads, but we've talked about at length how you can make so much more money and have so much more control of your life and business when you don't run the ad model, you run the product model where you have your own digital products that you sell. I'm not talking about merch. I'm not talking about sweaters and hats and mugs. I'm talking about digital products, right? So we won't go into that here necessarily, although it will be relevant to the conversation. But there is a big difference though in what traditional YouTubers, and I can't believe that's a thing, a traditional YouTuber. There's a big difference in what traditional YouTubers are doing on YouTube than what you and I should be doing because we're not trying to become YouTubers, at least I'm not. I'm trying to use YouTube to run my business, to fuel my business. Those are two very different things, okay? Does that make sense? So let's dive in. Number one thing that YouTubers do that I don't do and never will is optimize for likes and subscribes, okay? Optimize for likes and subscribes. When you watch a trad traditional YouTube video, pay attention to what their CTA is, their call to action. Like you've engaged with the video, you're now a viewer, okay? They know you're watching. So what are they asking you to do? That's very telling. What are they asking you to do? They're typically asking you to like the video, smash the like button, give us a thumbs up, right? And subscribe to the channel. And maybe they'll say, hit the notification bell. But they're optimizing their, their videos, they're optimizing the way they talk to you in their videos to get you to like, and subscribe. Why do they do this? Well, A, that's what everyone else does. <laughs> B, don't we all just want likes and more subscribers? Doesn't that increase our vanity metrics? But C, if they're smart, they know that the YouTube algorithm looks at channels that are getting lots of likes, getting lots of subscribes, and that can be a, a good thing for the algorithm to say, oh, this channel must be doing well. Let's continue to maybe elevate them in some search results or recommend them over in the sidebar or what have you. So they know that their goal is to get as many views as possible. We all want views, but they make their money off of every view if they run ads or if they do brand deals or sponsor deals because those people are paying these YouTubers and influencers for the number of views they can get on a given video. So. If you, it all goes back to the business model. Again, if what you need to make money is as many views and as many eyeballs as possible, then what are you gonna do? You are gonna do whatever it takes to optimize for more and more and more and more and more views because that's where the money is. I don't do that. I rarely ask you to like or subscribe to my channel. Why? What am I doing that's different? I am optimizing for email list building. Email list building, totally different. Why do I want your email address? Why do I want to build an email list? A million reasons. One, email marketing is the number one way to make money online. Two, I don't trust YouTube or any platform for that matter to stick around or to elevate my content forever. So if YouTube disappears, I want to at least be able to stay in touch with you. And it doesn't matter if I have a million subscribers. If YouTube disappears, and I don't have your email address. I can't get a hold of you. So why would I optimize for subscribers when I, what I really need is your email address because then I can talk to you directly without a middleman. So I, I need that list. The list is where on the back end, my email funnel, which is a series of pre-written emails, 
can add more value to you. It can offer you my products. It can let you know if I've got a new video going live. It can let you know if I'm writing a book, which I did, which might be coming out, which it is in March of 2022, and it's gonna be awesome. Buy a bunch of copies for your friends. Like I can let you know about that stuff directly via email. So that is why every single video I do is not asking you to like or subscribe. It's asking you for what? Your email address. How do I do that? Well, what did I just offer at the beginning of this episode? Free valuable content, my 30-day online income jumpstart guide. I'm not just asking you, hey, random person that I haven't met, will you just give me your email address for no apparent reason so I can just contact you? No, because that's weird and creepy. But what I could do is offer you something even more valuable. We're in, hopefully you're enjoying this piece of content. How about I give you more free content? How about I give you a four-week guide to launch your product and make money in 30 days? Sweet, for free, sweet. All I'm asking in exchange is for your email address. Now, of course, you can unsubscribe at any point. That's the beauty of email marketing. If, if I'm sending you emails that you don't like or you're not interested in my content anymore, you can just one click, boom, you don't get it. But at least I have the chance to follow up with you and let you know about other awesome stuff I have. And if you become a super fan and you like a free video like this, uh, you, you download the free guide and enjoy that, you might really enjoy my online course or my membership or my mastermind, or you might buy my book or anything else that I'm launching. That's what I'm optimizing for, email list building. Totally different. And it changes a lot, which leads to number two. Most YouTubers are optimizing for current events or what is trendy right now. They're optimizing for current events and what's trending right now. Why? Well, it makes total sense. If you're a traditional YouTuber that gets paid for every single view you can get, then your goal is to get as many views as possible. And what's the best way to get a ton of views? Make content that's on the subject that everyone's talking about right now. Something that's literally in the news, something that someone else already said on YouTube, something that's happening politically. It could be a trend, like they will jump on that kind of content. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this kind of content. I, I watch this kind of content on YouTube myself. I wanna know what some of my favorite talking heads are saying about so-and-so and this and this change and that change. It, it's great content. What's the problem with it? is that it becomes irrelevant very quickly. It's relevant today, not tomorrow. So I don't optimize for that. I optimize for evergreen content. We talked about this last week when we talked about Facebook ads and is there a future for them? And I don't think so. Short answer is I think there's a future for people who create long lasting evergreen content out there in the world. My business, the, the reason why I'm able to work five to seven hours a week and generate the kind of revenue I'm generating is, is not because of magical unicorn fairy dust. It, it's not because I run ads, because I don't. And it's not because I'm some outlier, because I'm not. It's because I've built a business that's smarter than what most people are building. I built a business that doesn't require me to keep showing up like, like a monkey and dancing for you every day and talking about what so-and-so had for breakfast or what the president said or what the stock market's doing today. I built a business, two businesses built around what are people searching for on Google, on YouTube, every single day and likely will forever. That's the kind of content I create so that I can spend a little bit of time each week 
shooting a video and know that it doesn't matter how many views it gets today or tomorrow or next month, is it a piece of content that will likely get views consistently for the next five to 10 years? That is called efficiency because then I'm getting more mileage, more legs out of the 30 minutes I spend creating a piece of content here for you. So I am optimizing for evergreen, which changes what I talk about. It changes what I will upload. Uh, I might sacrifice views today for an unlimited amount of leads in the future, but it's worth it to me because that allows me to not have to be in the office much at all and allows my business to scale without me having to, like I said, be a dancing monkey in front of the camera. Okay? So very, very different. They optimize for current events and trends. I optimize for evergreen content. And number three, number three thing that YouTubers do that I don't and never will is optimize for high dopamine content. What do I mean by this, right? When you, when you engage with social media, you're, you're sliding through Instagram, you're, you're looking through videos on TikTok, you're just getting lost in the sea of, of YouTube black holes or, or even podcasts to that matter. Although that's like, those are longer form content generally. And it's, but you can get lost in like, oh, that podcast and that episode and that episode. Typically though, when I'm thinking about YouTube videos, most of them have a strategy to the way they edit those videos and the way they engage in those videos. They know because YouTube analytics will show you that the moment somebody clicks on a video, the attention drops off immediately. So like engagement is how they measure it in YouTube. And if you ever look in your YouTube studio at your analytics, click on any one of your videos and it'll show you a curve of like where are people dropping off in the video. And you're going to notice your engagement is at the highest point where the first one second of your video, right? Because that means everybody who clicked it is going to be engaging for that first second. So that's at the very top there. And then going left to right, it has a steep drop-off. Most people's videos have a steep drop-off and then it levels out to a typical amount for your channel. And then it might slowly die out or it might drop off the cliff at some point or might pick up a little bit more. And so what YouTubers are fighting is for that engagement. They want you to stay engaged as much as possible. So what do they do? Lots of B-roll. They do lots of Zoom cuts. They do music that cuts in and out because when we hear something come in and then it stops, it changes, it's abrupt. Um, they, they do stupid, crazy things, shock value, anything every few seconds to keep you glued to the screen and give you a shot of dopamine, which is what you get in your brain when you get something exciting and you and I have been conditioned to want to see something fresh and new. That's why we will sit there on our Instagram feed and like refresh, 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 just to see if there's something new. It's the weirdest thing. We create a piece of content and we want to see someone like it because it gives us that little sense of dopamine. So as a content creator, we like it when people engage with our stuff. But as, as a consumer, we actually like consuming content because we wanna be distracted. Life is hard, life is boring, or a combination of both. And so we're escaping for a moment and typically people just want that little hit of like, ooh, that's fun, ooh, that's tasty, ooh. And then they, they, it keeps them engaged. And so YouTubers are smart. They know, again, going back to the business model, they need to keep you watching because the longer you watch, 
the more ads you'll see or the more seconds of ads you'll see, which leads to more money in their pocket. And so their aim is to optimize everything they do to keep you watching. And they know from the science that if they just shoot a B-roll or like zoom cut or like make little sound effects or like the record scratch and screech or, you know, whatever it is, that it will keep you watching because it gives you a dopamine hit. Now, I don't do that. I optimize for something very different. I optimize for depth of relationship and trust. Depth of relationship and trust. First of all, what does that look like? And second of all, why? What that looks like is this. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then to you, this is normal. This is just a podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, what I'm doing here, having a video podcast is a little weird. It's long content, comparatively speaking to a lot of YouTube content. I'm not doing a bunch of jump cuts. I don't have B-roll. I'm not, there's no music cutting in and out. There's no sound effects. I'm not taking my clothes off. I mean, dude, I'm doing everything wrong, right? Like it's, there's, there's all the stuff that most YouTubers do and I'm not doing it. Um, I'm doing something else. I'm having a long conversation with you, staring you in the eye and telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth about how to grow a passive income business and live a better life. I do this at a slower pace. I do this over 25 to 35 minutes. And I do this in a casual, non-tightly edited way. Why? Okay, because what do I want? I don't just want your attention. I don't just want um, you to like this video and then go on with your life. I don't just want to feed your escapism. I want to build a relationship with you. I want to be your coach. I want you to trust me and see that I'm here for you and that I can help you. That A, I've had success in the past with my own businesses. B, I've had success helping other people launch and grow and scale their businesses. And so that I then can be a proven commodity to you that I can help you launch or grow your business because A, I have a business. I have a family to feed and I have goals to reach. And so the way I do that is not just by making free videos for the world to take, I do that by selling product. I have courses, I have a membership, I have a mastermind. Uh, I have, a, like I said, a book coming out. These are all things I have to sell. And so by building a relationship with you and, and building trust with you, you're more likely to buy from me. Um, and that's good for me. That's also good for you because my paid material gets people results. My paid material will help you, which is, Again, one of my goals is to actually make a difference in this world. I left a job, and by left a job, I mean <clears throat> I was let go because my whole department was wiped out. I left a job, uh, two jobs that I wasn't making an impact in, right? Short stories, I lost two jobs in the same year in 2009 during the global recession. Uh, that was a scary thing. Partly, I was like, I don't want to have to rely on a paycheck anymore because I realized I had no control. But also, Let's just say that I didn't get fired. At some point I would have cracked and I probably would have quit like a crazy person because I, I didn't like what I was doing. A, I wasn't getting paid enough. B, I didn't like going into an office every day and sitting in, in someone else's desk and doing whatever they wanted me to do. Um, but B, C, whatever letter we're on, I want to make a difference in the world. Don't you? Like, don't you want to wake up in the morning 
and go do something that freaking matters? Don't you want to lay your head on your pillow at night and know, dude, I helped somebody today. I don't care what that niche is. I don't care if by helping them, you entertained them, you made them laugh, or you you encouraged them, or if you taught them something amazing. But don't you want that to feel like what you do between the hours of nine and five or whenever you work matters? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I don't just want to make money. I've made plenty of money in my first business. I don't need to work anymore. Why did I start a second business? I, I, some people, small group of people criticize me. Why are you starting a second business? You're not making enough money? Are you greedy? Those are people that just will never understand the, the sweet addiction uh, of impacting people. And it is addicting. It feels so good. And, and you can never get enough. Like you can never go help somebody and be like, wow, that felt so good. I'm good. No, you want more of it for better or for worse. I think it's the way God wired us to serve people, right? In Mark chapter 10, the Bible says that Jesus came not to be served, but to serve, right? If Jesus was wired that way and we are made in God's image, we're wired that way to serve people, not to be served. Now we love being served. Don't get me wrong. I love a nice restaurant. I love going to a nice resort. I love first class service. Uh, But you know what? that doesn't satisfy forever. You know what satisfies? Spending your life serving people in a way that you're you're gifted at, you're equipped to do, you enjoy. Uh, It's just, there's nothing like it. Money is great, but there's nothing like the currency of like making a difference in someone's life and their eyes lighting up and you feel like, wow, I played a part in that. So all that to say, this is a long rabbit trail that points back to what I'm doing. My paid products do that. They do that better than my free stuff. The impact I'm having in my paid students' lives is, it's insane. It's insane to me. Um, I have students like Aiko, who's in my, my six-figure community. She's also in my epic mastermind now. Before she came to me, she was averaging between one and one and $9,000 a month, like sporadically, depending on how hard she hustled. And she wanted consistent income. She's now consistently doing over 20K a month and has had $30,000 months. Like, that's amazing to me, right? She's focusing on herself more. She has more time to take off. She's working all those things and she's, because she was at close to burnout, but now she has consistent 20 to 30K months and has way more time on her hands. Students like Lane or Antoine that were part-time in their online business that have been able to quit their jobs and go full-time in their online business. Lane was able to hire his wife, bring his wife on the business. I mean, working from home, doing what he loves, quitting his job. I mean, this is this is awesome. Having more time for his kids. Like this stuff is so cool, so cool. Uh, that comes from my paid products. It's possible with my free stuff because I try to give you the, the goods and try to give you the truth, but my paid students get the most. And so I want you to get the most results. So what do I want? I want you to build a relationship with me and trust me so that you're more likely to buy from me. I don't need a million people to view my stuff because I'm not running ads. I'm not doing brand deals. That's not where I'm making my money. I want to build a relationship with you. I want you to trust me so that you might enter into a relationship and try out my course or try out my membership or join my mastermind. Because I know I'm going to win financially and you're going to win in your life, which also means financially for you, because in this business, I'm teaching you how to build an income online. So it's the best thing. So do you see how YouTubers, their actions are determined by their goals as any good business should be? 
Am I saying that what they're doing is wrong? No. I'm literally just pointing out that they have different goals than I do, different means to reach their financial goals. And so you're gonna look at them and see what they're doing and think, well, I guess that's what big YouTubers do. You don't wanna be a big YouTuber. That's not the goal. The goal isn't to become big on YouTube. The goal isn't to have a million followers or likes in a video or views. The goal, I'm guessing, if you're listening to this, is to build an online business that's profitable, that's sustainable for the lifestyle you want, doing work you enjoy. That's, that's the goal. So if that's the goal, then we can ask better questions like what's the best way to reach that goal? I would argue the best way to reach that goal is to sell your own products and not rely on ad, ad revenue from YouTube. Again, I don't, trust, <laughs> I don't trust another company to be my source of revenue. I want to own my own products and my own business. So I think that's the best way. And if that's the best way, if you agree with me, maybe you don't, but if you agree with me, then that's gonna change what you do on YouTube. You're not gonna optimize for likes and subscribes. You're gonna optimize for email list building. You're not gonna optimize for current trends or events. Why? Because those videos will become irrelevant tomorrow. You're gonna optimize for evergreen content so that your videos serve you up leads and email list leads every single day for years to come. And finally, you're not gonna optimize for high dopamine content. You're not gonna spend all this time trying to like give people the juice to keep them watching. You're gonna just optimize for depth of relationship and trust. Just show up and teach. Just show up and give your people the truth. Just show up and be you. You don't have to be something you're not. You don't have to be highly charismatic. You don't have to talk around the subject and you don't have to like do shocking things on camera. You don't have to be funny. You don't have to be any of these things because you're not trying to be a puppet or a dancing monkey or to be an entertainer like most YouTubers are the entertainers. So I'm not coming down on them. So I'm not saying they're a puppet or a dancing monkey. That's how it feels. And you know what I'm talking about. When you've tried to do that, you're like, I'm trying to do all the things, but it feels like, you know, it's it's not like me. It feels irreverent. It feels uh, inauthentic. Well, because it is. For most of us, it is. You don't have to do those things. If you just show up, look your, your people in the camera in the eye and straight up tell them the truth and get them results, they will be blown away. You don't have to do long form content. That's not exactly what I'm talking about. But if you optimize your content for building a relationship with the people watching and optimize for trust, like can you in the next five to 10 to 15 minutes, get them to trust you? What do you gotta do to do that? changes what you teach. It changes how you show up. That is what you want to optimize for because that's going to lead to a warm audience that will buy from you and you'll win and they'll get results and they win. There it is. Very, very different. Know your goals, know your strategy. Don't just copy what you see other people doing because it may not be right for you. So the question for you is, are you optimizing for any of these three things, likes and subscribes, current events and trends, or high dopamine content? If you are, I'm not saying those are bad things. I'm not saying those are bad things. I'm not saying you should never do a, a current event or a trend. I, I've done videos on that before. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but I'm saying your overall strategy, are you optimizing for any of those three things or all those three things? Leave me a comment if you're watching here on YouTube below. Let me know, it's totally okay. What's one of those three that you're gonna change if you, if you haven't already? Which, which of those three you're like, dude, this, yeah, I need to make this shift from optimizing for this to this. Let me know in a comment below. I'd love to hear. Um, or if you've built a business on YouTube that's totally different and you optimize for those three things, let me know as well. I want to cheer you on. I have friends that have done that as well. Uh, it just depends on your goals and the way you make a living. No right or wrong. Just pointing out three things that most people do on YouTube that I don't and never will because it doesn't fit in 
with my business model or my business goals. And if you want to just kickstart this thing and make some money in 30 days and move away from trying to get as many views as possible or think, I don't have any views. How can I make money without all the views? Download my 30-day online income jumpstart because you don't need a bunch of viewers to make money online. It's it, You can jumpstart this thing a lot faster. That's why it's called the Jumpstart Guide. It is a four-week checklist to go from zero audience or wherever you are now to making money in 30 days. Will it be a million dollars? No. Will it be a thousand dollars? Probably not, although some of my students have done tens of thousands off of this document, but that's pretty unlikely for most of us. I don't even think I could have done that. But you more than likely can make a few hundred bucks in 30 days, which will be proof of concept for you. It'll force you to take action, which I'm all about action taking. And at that point, you can scale this puppy up. It's free. It's awesome. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart, grab your download, and then better yet, take action on it. There you go, my friend. That's it. I hope you're having an amazing day. I hope you're staying healthy and safe. And I will see you on another episode real soon.